Hello and welcome to Balance by Beck and Laura. I'm Laura, a positive psychological life coach and your co-host. And I'm Beck, a holistic health coach and your other co-host. Together, we're two millennials who've been through their own shit. And we're here to help you break through your own. This is your space for all things mindset, personal growth and well-being. We're bringing you balance without the bullshit. Hello and welcome back to our podcast, Balance by Beck and Laura. This week, we thought we'd talk about one of our favorite things, meditation, and how to introduce it into your regular routines without feeling too weird or too woo about it. So Beck, let's start at the beginning for our listeners in case they have never tried it. What would you say meditation is? Well, uh, meditation to me is one of the easiest tools that I have in my little balance toolkit because it doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing, I can do it. I don't need to buy anything fancy or have anything, you know, like equipment near me. All I need is just to be comfortable and, you know, everybody always has their phone on them and I really like (laughs) using guided meditations. So yeah, all I need is my phone and somewhere comfy. So to me, it's, you know, we have this big toolkit of all these little things that help us keep balanced. But for me, that's a really, really important one that I rely on quite a lot. Yeah, no, me too. And it was an unexpected one because it was very much something that I used to avoid like quite a lot and quite proactively avoiding (laughs) because it just seemed like I said like a bit weird a bit woo and I think it was you know guided meditations obviously you have like guided meditations where someone walks you through a practice and kind of guides you through that whole journey from Mm. closing your eyes to opening them back up whereas then like if you're a professional meditator then I suppose you might be able to just sit with a nice Spotify playlist and then just go straight into something but yeah yeah. but that's a bit of a myth that I want to bust today as well because what is a professional meditator really is there such thing (laughs) I suppose there isn't is there I think so my journey with meditation was kind of different to yours because it was uh, sort of the stuff that people find strange that attracted me to it. (laughs) So I think my whole relationship with, you know, well-being and that kind of thing started with me starting doing yoga when I was about 18. And I found an amazing teacher back in Blackburn, um, where I lived, (laughs) In in case you've never heard of that place. But yeah, she did meditation classes as well. So I randomly signed up to one, me and my sister went along and I loved all this, like, I loved immersing myself in different cultures and doing yoga and all that kind of stuff when I was younger. So the whole thing about meditation was really exciting to me. Um, So yeah, I went and it was, I think it was about an hour long and we basically sat it was amazing but as a beginner it wasn't particularly right for me because I I was sat on the same spot the whole time and for about a week afterwards I couldn't work properly because my back 
was so so really? yeah like I because I was oh, sat no. with like my head I didn't realize that my head was like dropping forward and down the whole time oh. so then this searing <laughs> pain the day after was shooting right down my neck into my back oh my goodness all I needed to do was sit against the wall but because I was so you know so much of an introvert especially at that age I wouldn't just say oh I'm not very comfy can I sit against the wall no you would sit there exactly complete yeah thinking if if I'm not doing if I'm not sat like this then I'm not doing it right but in reality I wasn't doing it right because my whole time I was like I'm really uncomfy I don't know what to do oh my god is everybody looking at me oh god I can't ask her I can't ask her for help what's going on (laughs) so yeah it's (laughs) it's all that that just kind of gets in the way yeah so yeah I think from there I then downloaded Headspace and this was I think it was when it had just come out so this was about nine years ago I think um, and I just used to sit on my bed and do the 10 minute practices and that's how I first got going so yeah. I think like at the time I was suffering really badly with anxiety and it did really help me out but I think I was one of the lucky ones in the sense that I could just sit and listen to a guided meditation and after a few 100%. practices I got into it yeah but I think what one of the problems is lately is that some people don't really click with that some people can't just sit and listen to someone speaking and then get immersed no. in the practice. They need to be doing something different. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's not as much information out there about things you can do that don't involve just sitting down. No. So, really yeah. Isn't. It's, it's my mission to kind of educate people on these newer, like not newer, of course, not the ancient, but these different ways, probably newer to like social media and that kind of thing, but the different ways that we can do stuff. Yeah, no, that's, that's so good because I was literally in that place, you know, I knew that I couldn't sit down and just sit there listening to my own thoughts, like being guided by something because when I got into it, I was massively struggling with like my anxiety, with my Mm. inner critic, with that whole inner chatter piece and the whole thought of sitting down, not moving and being with your own thoughts was terrifying because I was like, I do that at night when I'm trying to fall asleep and the thoughts that I have, like, they're not nice, like they're just like criticizing me or we're overthinking something or yeah we're wondering whether we embarrassed ourselves or did something stupid or like do we need to stress about something so I'd literally be laying in bed and the thought of doing a meditation just freaked me out and so I like I stumbled across it there was a website I think it was called the quiet space and it was a very it was like a plain website and it was one of those ones where you just like navigated by pressing like the space bar Mm. and it was just like a de-stress website so it had like calming music and then it was this guy that were like hello whatever you're going (laughs) through like it's going to be okay and then went through like it was probably about two or three minutes and you just like navigated it so I always used to have that that's cool at the start of my journey like on my laptop or like on my work computer I always had it saved on like my bookmark bar so that Mm. if anything was like stressing me out I just went to this website but thinking about it now I'm like that would have been because I would have been sat still 
even though at the time the thought of doing that proactively or like consciously really freaked me out but sitting there being guided by this like text and this voice to actually like calm down like take some breaths remind myself it's gonna be okay that was a weird website meditation (laughs) without the like typical meditation concept like it didn't have well I suppose it did have the audio but it just wasn't done in like the yeah the normal way I think it's that idea that a lot of people think you've got to just clear your head of thoughts and not focus on anything and that's what meditation is but focusing on one thing can be a meditation because if you're fully you know mindful of what you're doing and present in that moment that is exactly you know it's giving you a rest from everything else but yeah it's really interesting what you say about like anxiety and spending that time in your own head as well because even now like I've been meditating for about 10 years if I'm having a tough time and my anxiety's not you know served me very well I can think myself into a panic attack while I'm meditating you know, yeah. I can sit there doing a guided one that I've done before and loved, but I can't even hear that voice talking to me because I am that lost in yeah. all the mess in my head that I can end up, you know, my heart rate goes up and I start panicking, I'm not breathing properly. So, you know, I think it's good to know that there are times when that works, but sometimes you need something a little bit different. Yeah. So in those times, I turn to movement movement meditations um doing you know immersing yourself in stuff like cooking and things like that yeah so yeah and that's one you know I like to talk to people who have trouble getting started and say okay let's go right back to basics what is it that you don't like about it because a lot of people just say oh I've tried it's not for me it's not my thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they don't realise that there is so much to it. There's other ways. Exactly. You know, everybody is totally unique and there's different methods to do everything. So it's about finding your own personal practice and what works for you. So, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you do I take it back that. and think, what am I struggling with? So say for you, it was the thought of your mind going off on a tangent and not being yeah. able to let go of those thoughts. Yeah. focus on something then and for you that was that website so yeah. for people like that I tend to say okay let's do a little cooking practice so I love I've never heard of cooking yeah. and meditation yeah. I'm excited about this I keep it dead simple so imagine that you're making a jacket potato okay well we learned last week that yes. that's 90 minutes for me so we're talking <laughs> microwave you know I'm thinking this is accidentally becoming a theme isn't it we should probably just call it the jacket potato podcast watchers get sponsored by like a jacket potato oh, I would company. love that I would love that but yeah say you're making a jacket potato you pick up uh-huh. the potato how does it you feel stab it aggressively oh um it <laughs> before feels... that was... <laughs> It feels like a jacket potato. It oh, it's not because it's raw. Like a... It's not a jacket yet. Oh. Mm. When you take your potato out of the fridge or a cupboard, depending on where you yeah. keep them, I'm not sure yeah. what. I oh, keep them in the fridge. Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> I paused the meditation <laughs> conversation for a moment. You Am keep I going to get a potato? Now? Yeah. 
You keep a potato in the fridge. I keep them in like the crisper bit because I feel like I used to keep them in a like a crate, like a cute little wooden crate thing. Yeah, but they just like sprouted all the time <gasps> Wait and don't last very long. So do they last if you put them in the fridge? Yeah, because I've been <laughs> our conversation has completely derailed. But <clears throat> I've been keeping my potatoes in one of those like kind of crates. Yeah, but in a cupboard recently, and we have like a like vegetable delivery each week from oh, an yeah. organic farm, and so they change it up. It's just all seasonal stuff. But the potato, like, we get our delivery on a Wednesday and the potatoes always sprout by, like, <laughs> Sunday roast. Mm-hmm. And we're always having to throw them away. So and this we got one put them today. In the so I will go put, here we go, I will put my potatoes today in a fridge. Do it. And then I'll let you know next time. It's one of those things birth. I automatically do because my mum did it. So I've just I've never, never questioned thought it. to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought to do this. Anyway, meditating with the jacket potato. Yes, so whether you keep your potato in the fridge or in a cupboard (laughs) or in a crate, pick it up. How does it feel? Mine would probably feel quite cold. (laughs) Mine would be room temperature, but next week will hopefully be cold. It'd be sprouting, so you'd have to. It would be sprouting, it would be going to the bin. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Feel sort of the the weight of it. The uh-huh. shape of it, the texture of it. Yeah. Does it smell of anything at the moment? It smells like a raw potato. Well. Like it's like a raw potato from the field. Yeah. Like a bit dirty. soily. Mm. Yeah. So then you're going to wash it because it's soily. So just being completely mindful in every little step that you take. So you're washing off the soily bit. <laughs> you're watching it wash down the sink. You're yeah. rubbing your potato to get it clean. Yeah. You're watching it get cleaner. And then you're aggressively stabbing it with a fork. <laughs> so you can mindfully do that too. Like watch <laughs> what happens when you stab it. Sometimes I end up getting squirted in the eye by potato juice when I stab it. I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but <laughs> it's not the, not the most fun thing. Um, but yeah, you know, just... Focusing really deeply on every single step that you take rather than not just doing it on autopilot. Yeah, just doing everything unconsciously. So if you're like chopping up veg to make something, like thinking about how much pressure have you got to put on the knife, what sound does it make when you cut it, what colour is it, what does it look like on the inside compared to the outside. Yeah. It's so simple, like things that kids probably do at school you know when they're learning I was gonna say yeah this goes back to like yeah your senses and like what's literally and physically going on around you but as adults we just we drown that out with everything else we don't we don't take time to focus on that like ever so yeah it's about finding like the details in the smaller things and just being completely mindful when you're doing something that you know usually you just wouldn't think twice about and because yeah. you're not really thinking about it, you're not enjoying it either. You know, it's a chore. Cooking's just, ugh, get it over yeah. and done with. So yeah, yeah little exactly. things like that. Like you're focusing, you're not thinking about other stuff. And that's the thing, I think that's where, because for me, like mindfulness and meditation always used to be like two different things. Like mm-hmm. because I think you had like, you had the mindfulness apps like Headspace, but then you had meditation apps. I always, as a newbie, thought, 
oh, they're two completely different things. And it was even until like recently, until I properly got into meditation and realized that meditating was about becoming mindful and like <laughs> being present and like grounding yourself and like all of those things that I like had that aha moment and then I joined the two together because yeah, like, like you said, like you can do meditating or I mean, I, I wouldn't even necessarily call it like typically under the meditating umbrella, but something I always do if I'm stressing out or getting worried or getting anxious is like breathing techniques. So like just trying to, you know how like when you start a meditation that's guided and they're like, breathe in for a few seconds, breathe out for, Mm. and you do like the cycles. I just like say that to myself and like sit there like doing almost like box breathing, like yes, in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. I can never do the second hold very well. (laughs) It's always like, that's always the struggle before like the next inhale. But even like things like that can be such simple meditating, like mindfulness practices just to help you come out of your own head and out of your own thoughts and into like reality, into the real moment, like into the present rather than being up in your anxious cloud of thoughts or wherever you are. Yeah. And it's also like the more you practice being mindful slash, you know, meditating in real life, like with the cooking and stuff like that. Yeah. The more you then naturally do it when you don't even yeah. intend to. So you find that you do start noticing more things. Like I think with people a lot of people struggle with meditation because they don't see results like instantly. Yeah. But I think yeah. a lot goes on in the background that you don't actually notice is going on until somebody brings your attention to it. So, you know, one thing for me was that I found I was noticing a lot of small things that I would have just glazed over before and okay. not seen. You know, like really small things that can bring you a little bit of joy in your day. And as cliche as it sounds, it's true. You know, it, it yeah, really is. 100%. Yeah. I think like even in, especially in the pandemic and like this whole lockdown world, that's definitely something that I've noticed. You know, like I used to roll my eyes so far back in my head when people <laughs> said like, appreciate the small things in nature. Like yeah. I was like, go away. Like nature's all around us. So what? It's sunny and it's blue sky. But ne- like since I've been like, on a meditation journey and mindfulness I can go like on a walk and I'm like oh my goodness like it's so nice to hear birds and it's it's so like look at the trees look at the blue sky and it's it's bizarre because I've now turned into that person yeah but you do spot those things (laughs) yeah but I think it was because yeah you hate those people because they have that ability to switch off yeah and to like to be mindful and to look after themselves to like tone down the stress or the anxiety and they have the tools whereas at that point we were the people who were like begging for the tools but couldn't figure out how to get them so it was kind of like from that completely other side perspective um I think like past angry Beck that's what I call her a lot (laughs) um pre-healed Beck she yeah probably resented those people because I used to think like how can anybody be that chill like how can you surely you don't know how I feel 
because no, 100%. that I cannot be like that because I'm going through all this. That's the bit though. It's you can't know how I feel because yes. it's all in your head and it it feels so individual because it's happening to your world and your mm. reality. Yeah, I think that's why I like talking about it now to people because you know we've come from that place of desperation. I think just being oh, yeah. absolute fucking rock bottom and thinking. Yeah, literally. What What do I do now? And now we are these like two hippies that <laughs> sit and meditate with incense burning, and uh, yeah, I yeah. love it. I do. I, I love know. It. And I'll never yeah, look back. if I could, if I could say to like past Laura, you'd be doing all this. I mean, there would be no way that you could believe it. Because like, even and like with the whole breathing thing like that was a technique that I remember my dad used to say to me he'd be like if I was anxious he'd be like breathe mm-hmm. like do like do some breathing exercises like breathing like holding it as well and I always used to be like oh you don't know what you're talking about like go away you have no idea I breathe every day like why am I gonna breathe how is breathing in and out differently to how I normally do yeah how is that going to impact my anxiety or my stress and now look at us we're like teaching our clients we're like breathe in for four and I always <laughs> laugh because I'm like I lit I, I don't know how many cushions I probably threw across the living room I don't know how many times I probably stormed up to my bedroom as an angry teenager to be like no like that's never gonna work like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're talking about and little did I know that the adults in the room knew what they were talking about god damn it <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, just... it's it's funny though because my dad <clears throat> suffered with anxiety and stuff as well. So I remember him coming home with some smelling salts because, oh. and now I really get it because you yeah. you do you get sort of lost in your own world, yeah. don't you? When when you're having a panic attack and stuff. And yeah. then getting that smell of like, oh my god, that just snaps you back into reality and makes yeah. you breathe again was yeah pretty huge. But yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Apparently, <laughs> no, I know. Apparently not. Apparently <laughs> not. But yeah, yeah. So I think if you are listening and you feel like meditation is something you're curious about or you know you've seen a lot of people say that it helps them but you're not sure how it can help you just know that there are so many different ways that it can be done so so many um yeah which leads me into oh it was so smooth (laughs) it's very smooth i'm gonna ruin it now but yeah (laughs) basically i am currently um I've opened the doors to a new course that I'm going to be running. So it's um, a group course that begins on the 5th of July. The doors are open for another week. um, So you can head to my website and check out all the details and book your spot on there. But basically, it's a six-week course for people like you, people who want to start a meditation practice. They want to experiment, work out, you know, which methods work for them, learn a little bit more about the practice. And maybe even at the end of the six weeks, because you've done all that work, about finding your rhythm, if you will, 
at the end of those six weeks, you might find that you can actually sit through, you know, like a 15 minute guided practice and get more from it than you did at the beginning. So that's so cool. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, there's a full breakdown on my website about what each week's going to entail, but there'll be like group calls where you get a chance to, you know, submit questions and I'll answer them for you. And I'm doing a VIP option as well. So if anybody wants one-to-one contact with me during the course, that's also available. So Definitely yeah. go get that. Yeah. Definitely get that. That's so good. And I think there's so much power. And I know we're probably biased as we say this. <laughs> but there's so much power in like spending like that amount of time, spending time like actually understanding it, asking questions, figuring out what's going to work for you. Because I definitely remember, you know, when I started, you'd have a few good, like a few days of just doing a meditation, like each morning or each evening, but then suddenly you'd forget about it for like 10 weeks. And then you'd sort of be like, oh yeah, I did get that subscription to like Calm Headspace or whatever it was. And then you never really got those benefits and you never really got to understand the power of figuring out what ways work for you and figuring out, you know, if you prefer guided ones, if you prefer, you know, the ones that you're going to go through, like movement or like incorporating it into your life in different ways. And I think spending some time actually as a beginner, figuring that out and giving it a chance, you know, for what, a month and a half, giving it a chance, say, right, I'm interested in this and I want to give it a shot. And being able to do that with an expert, but also with like other people who are going through that at the same exactly, time. Yeah. That will really help. Yeah, there's gonna be a real community element to it as well because there'll be um a Facebook group where everybody can get involved. So, you know, I'll be posting prompts and asking people how they're getting on, but everybody's gonna be welcome to share their journey and chat to each other and, you know, to share any tips or anything that they they find along the way and I'm really, really looking forward to that part of it, definitely. I was going to say, and we both know from our experience of those group sessions and and those group communities. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that's how we became weird internet mates. (laughs) So we know firsthand, actually, going through something that's new, might be a little bit scary, might Mm. be a little bit weird, you know, you've invested in your well-being and like something that you want to be working on but then actually having a community of people around you who are like yeah this is weird but we're doing it together and, <laughs> yeah. you know like figuring it out and asking the question like did you guys find this oh yeah me too and like yeah there's so much I think power in that that you get Definitely, to yeah it solidifies it all a lot more it does. And there's other people that you can talk to about it yeah and I think like going back to what you said about the whole journey as well doing it rather than just downloading an app you know you can jump on YouTube anytime and find guided meditations exactly. but it's it's the thing of having accountability and <clears throat> like a step-by-step process and all yeah. that kind of thing that just keeps you immersed in it really and keep going so it's you know yeah I would definitely say from experience of me doing courses and things, not running them, doing them myself, that it's worth signing up to something like that just to really commit to it a little bit more, definitely. Yeah, no, 100%. Something like that would have been so good. Like, 
yeah, to where I was a few years ago, if I'd yeah. said to myself, yeah, like we're going to give it a good, because I could see, you know, it's kind of like we mentioned before, you can see other people reaping the benefits of it. Mm. You can see other people. And so when you want a bit of that, being actually able to say, all right, let's give it a shot. And ultimately, it's a month and a half. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm committing years it's of probably, this to something that might or might not work. It's yeah. it's six weeks of your life to learn a tool that could change your life mm. or worst case could be useful for some scenarios that you're probably going to face in the future to help you go through those yeah it's probably maybe like obviously the more you put in the more you get out but maybe two three hours a week um, that you've got to commit to it so it's not a huge amount of time it's kind of small snippets over the week so it's super super manageable even for people you know working full-time with kids anything like that yeah. Yeah. But yeah, one thing I was going to say is me and you both, with the things we come up with now are the things that we needed, aren't they? So that's what yes. our businesses are, you know. That's, we give people yeah. the things that <laughs> would have helped us back then. So it just cuts yeah. out all that trial and error and experimentation and all of the late nights on Instagram for the answers yeah. and buying into all of the sponsored posts. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if we can save other women doing that and just helping them get straight to the help and straight to the support and the answers that they were looking for without all of that, yeah. then that is very much well. job well done. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Well, oh, I've loved this episode. This is like one of my favourite topics ever. I was going to say, this is our, <laughs> this is one of our favourite things meditation now that we're at this this stage in our journey mm-hmm. um so yeah if you have any questions then is it your instagram that they should go over to yeah head to my instagram which is at underscore beck morris or head to the website which is beckmorris.co.uk all the information is on there but if you do have any questions or anything then always feel free to give me a shout and i shall be happy to chat amazing well hopefully yeah, a few of our lovely listeners will be part of that wonderful meditation community Yay. and i can't wait to see the transformations that people have from that me so neither exciting me neither amazing oh, well thank you for coming along and listening to us today and yeah next week we'll be talking all things time management so Mm. how to balance things you know like meditating (laughs) alongside your work and your career and your family and how to find that balance and like find the time for things that you you love to do and you want to do and how yeah time management can help you find that balance because it is possible even though it doesn't feel like it sometimes it's definitely possible and Laura really is the is. queen of time management, so I'm going <laughs> to no be learning pressure. a lot next week too. <laughs> no pressure at all. But yeah, make sure you come along next week if you want to hear about that. Yeah, we would love to have you back. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Don't forget to subscribe and head to the show notes to follow us on Instagram. See you soon.